We live in a world where something is always brewing. Knowing that we are not alone in our struggles oftentimes gives us the strength to keep pushing forward. So pour that cup of coffee because you, my friend, are not alone. Welcome to Coffee with Corey. Welcome to the holiday special 2022. Woohoo! As you know, I'm your host, Corey Powers. So definitely go pour that cup of coffee, hot tea, warm cider, and let's get cozy and talk about the holidays. Dun dun dun. Ah, oh, I think of the holidays and I think of fun and lights and together time and memories and tradition. But I also sometimes think of stress and tasks and things I have to cross off the list and all the things I need to do to make the holidays, the holidays, especially as a mom. But everybody has certain responsibilities around this time of year to to follow through, you know, whether you've got assigned to bring something to a party or you want to make sure you get a host gift or you have children and you're rapping and you're keeping up the elves and... <laughs> you know, and Amazon and all these things and making your partner's Christmas special and surprising them with the perfect thing or, you know, all these variables that come into play when the holidays are upon us. And so I just wanted to give some light and perspective as we embark upon this holiday season. All right, so let's get into the holiday spirit of talking about some self-help mental focus for this season. And Here's the thing. Sometimes the holidays are not always the most enjoyable times of the year for people in different phases of our lives. And whether that's, you know, you don't have kids and obviously the Christmas magic is not alive as it once was when you were like in the third grade. And, you know, now the holidays just seem more like another thing that we have to do. Or maybe you're a parent and it's like, oh, I've got to provide all of this special stuff for my kids, the time, the memories, the the food, the gifts. And sometimes as an adult, we lose focus of what really is important throughout this whole season. And we get busy with parties and to-do lists and all these things that encumber us from focusing on what this season is really about. And what this season is really about is not about what we have, but who we have. And so today you might be saying, well, you know what? I lost this one or this time of year makes me think of this this thing or that thing or a different time in my life. And people have lost around this season and it's hard. It's hard for people. It's not always easy to go through the holidays when you're missing someone or you're lonely or you're living in a place where you're not where you want to be. And the, and the holidays have a weird way of highlighting that. If you've lost someone and this season is really making you think about that, I want you to think about what would that person want you to do? Would that person want you to be sad and depressed and isolate? No, that person would want you to get out there and enjoy yourself and do the things. Me personally, our family always had a very lively tradition of Christmas Eve and the seven fishes. All my Italians out there know what I'm talking about. And I just remember that as a child, childhood memories of Christmas Eve. And then my great grandmother got to a point where she couldn't do it anymore 
anymore. And it wasn't the same after that. And then she passed and Christmas Eve wasn't the same. And I just remember having like 10 years where I just didn't love the season because it made me think of what we didn't have anymore and what we weren't doing. And so then as I got older, I was like, you know what, I want to keep this tradition alive. And now I have the honor and privilege of hosting my family on Christmas Eve. And, you know, in the beginning, when I was trying to do the Christmas Eve thing, I was trying to do it the way my grandma Zadi did it. And I was always very disappointed. Like I just wasn't living up to this standard in my mind that I had built up in my head from my childhood. And And I would really grate myself over the coals about it, like it not being perfect. And I at one point just came to my conclusion was like, she wouldn't want me holding myself in contempt into this unrealistic standard. And it's my holiday to carry the tradition on the way I want to. And I don't have to do everything she did. And I don't have to have it exactly like that. But the point is, is still creating the memories. The point is, is still creating the togetherness, the quality time, no matter what food I serve, no matter what gives I give, no matter what setup I do do, whether I have a kid's table, don't have a kid's table, decide to put the leaf in, like all these things that would like like get so overthinking. It's just about creating the space for love to be there. And that's really important this time of year. It's not about all the things. We get caught up in that, right? Like we get caught up in all the comparison or the best gift or the, well, this and that, and well, they are going to give me this. And so I've got to give them. And it's like, you know, we need to just think about what brings you peace? If it's not bringing you peace, it's okay to omit that. It's okay to say no. It's okay not to attend every function. But it's important to get out there when you can. And you need to gauge yourself. Am I doing this out of self-pity and depression? And that's why I I should get out there? Or am I overworking myself? I'm overcommitting and I need to say no to a couple things. Those are like earmarkers on either side of the spectrum. And we need to land somewhere in the middle that's, that's appropriate for us. Getting involved, but also making time for... The, the things that are essential, which is our health and the people that we live with. And I feel like the people at home with us are the ones that always get like the crappy end of the stick. Like my husband is always like, yeah, well, when you throw a party, you get all ultra and crazy. And I'm like, I do not. And he's like, you're doing it right now. I'm like, well, I wouldn't be doing it if you didn't say it. And like, you know, like we take it out on our spouse or our kids and like all the stress, they see us at our worst. And I think this is the time of year where we need to say no to everything else and yes to all the things that really matter because like come like you know January 2nd we're gonna wake up with those people still and the holiday season is gonna be relatively over and we want to feel like we did it well we did well and for this time of the season that we didn't overextend but we gave of ourselves we gave of our heart we gave of our love. We gave of our time. We put down our cell phones. We stopped comparing to other people and we gave eye contact. We looked at people's affect and facial expressions. I know that these are all simple things, but these are real things. Like we need to remind ourselves I need to look at the body language and understand what this person is going through. I need to stop and assess and not be thinking so much about myself or about the thing that I just got a notification about. And we need to like really hone in on the people around us because one day they might not be there. And don't you want to feel like you maximized on all of those special moments? You don't want to live with regret. 
you know, living with regret is probably the hardest thing any of us have to do. And we have to give ourselves grace and mercy to release ourselves from that regret. But we can also go forward with intentionality of doing it better than last year. Like I'm going to intentionally be more present. I'm going to intentionally read those Christmas stories to my kids. I'm going to intentionally put my phone on the charger and not pick it up all evening. I'm going to intentionally make that meal. I'm going to intentionally do the small things that that matter to the people around me. And it's really about that giving of our love. Giving is so important. There's so many people out there that have it so much worse. And we lose sight of counting our blessings, like counting the fact that we have running clean water, the fact that we have electricity, the fact that we have a warm home, the fact that we have someone to hug. And we take for granted these things. And if this year we positioned our hearts to give from the love that we have been shown, we're going to make a difference in people's lives. You're going to make a difference in your own life. When you stop focusing about all these little minutia things that really don't matter. I had to say to myself, actually, like a couple days ago, I was doing something for Thanksgiving and I was, and I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore. It didn't it didn't matter whether I did it or not. Like actually it really didn't because other people brought this or brought that and it didn't matter that I did this certain thing. We need to start asking ourselves more and more like why am I doing this? Am I doing this because I'm looking for somebody else's approval? Am I doing this because I'm looking for my own approval to live up to some standard, like I'm being some crazy taskmaster on myself, holding myself up to some unrealistic standard. And you need to start asking yourself, like, why am I doing this? Like, you know what? I'm going to use the frozen pie crust. <laughs> I'm not going to drive myself crazy. And is anybody going to know if I use Pillsbury dough or if I made it myself? Like, you know what? Sometimes if I have the extra time, I will. But you know, it's not a big deal. Nobody's going to crucify me over it. Like I need to release grace and mercy to myself to to cut corners if needed sometimes, like Sandra Lee, semi-homemade, like, hey, you know what? It's not the end of the world. <laughs> anyway, I also wanted to talk about, especially this time of year, you know, we're not getting as much sunlight. We're not outside as much. And that really does affect us more than you know. We do need vitamin D and that really does affect our mental health. And so if you've been feeling a little bit more lethargic and a little bit more meh, definitely take your half hour lunch break and go for a little walk around the parking lot. Get outside. That's the best time of the day. Get yourself away from your desk. Go go take a lap on the in the neighborhood. It's just good for you. So definitely be sure to take your vitamins, take those walks, get outside, drink your water, stay hydrated. So those are just some practical things that we shouldn't lose sight of despite this hectic season of the holidays. And oftentimes when we're under all the hecticness and stress, the first things that we let fall off the wagon is the things that create a homeostasis in our bodies. So let's like really be intentional about implementing practical ways to keep our health physically, mentally, emotionally, despite all the things going on around us. And if that seems like a lot to juggle, then you need to say no to some other things, not the things that make you a well person. Does that make sense? Okay, cool. All right. So my next thing I wanted to discuss, this is a time of year where you know, we're focused on things 
and events more than we're focused on people. And if you're lonely this holiday season, or you wish you had more friends or more camaraderie, I just want to say before you can find a good friend, you need to be a good friend. And so what does that look like? What does being a good friend look like for you? For me, it looks like someone who listens, gives eye contact, engages, especially if I need to express myself and the person is actually genuinely listening to me. That's a very good um, trait that I find in some of my close friends, very good listeners. You know, are we good listeners? Do we, if we want people to listen to us, are we listening to other people or are we waiting for them to stop talking so that we can respond? So we need to listen with the intent of listening not just listening to wait for the pause so we can interject. Like, are you hearing what the person is saying and are you allowing it to register so that you can give good feedback, not just make it about you? Are we reciprocating? You know, if someone says, hey, let me pick this up or, you know, oh no, let me, you know, are, are you reciprocating? Are you giving back? Are you investing as much as somebody else is investing? Time, love, affection, emotion, you know, presentness, you know, whatever it is. Then also, are you a trustworthy person? So if someone does open up and talk to you about stuff, are you going and repeating that stuff? Is that person hearing that you were repeating their stuff to someone else? Are you trustworthy that when you say that you're going to show up and do something that you actually follow through? Are you dependable? Are you reliable? If you're looking for those things in a friend, then you need to be those things yourself. We need to be the people that we are looking for other people to be to us. And just it's just simple sowing and reaping. You sow good seeds of being a friend and you are going to reap good friendships. You're going to reap good quality friends. And then you're going to f- also find like who you should not invest your your time in that do not reciprocate. And so maybe in the past you've not reciprocated. And so now I'm challenging you to be the friend you are looking for. If you become that person, you will attract people like that. And so be that good friend first and foremost. Like I said before, the holiday time, you know, we're focused on all the things. But if you're in that period of your life where the holidays are not all that they used to be, whatever mindset you find yourself in this holiday season, I find it to really help when my family and I create traditions of giving and investing in other people. And it makes our things seem so much less. And it really helps to minimize the depression when you position yourself to give. Give of your time, money, emotions, listening, being present, spending the quality time, donating the things to the shelter, whatever, whatever it may look like that you can give of this holiday season, you're going to feel so much better in your heart when we don't feel the way we want to feel, but we take that and we go to sow and help and give into others and invest in other people. That's when we start to feel the real true meaning of Christmas. It might look like hosting. And so like for me, I'm usually the hoster, but that's how I look at it. I look at it, that's, I'm giving my love to the people that I've invited. I'm creating an, a cozy atmosphere for people to enjoy each other, to come together, to create memories. And that's the way I show my love. And so when I pre-clean, when I post-clean, when I go grocery shopping for all the ingredients, when I slave away for 12 hours cooking, when everybody's here and I'm asking, 
asking, can I get you something? Can I get you something to drink? Would you like pie when I'm serving people? That is my love to the people that I have asked to be in my home. That's my labor of love for them. And so if you've never hosted, maybe you don't know all the things that go into hosting. And it's an effort. Like nobody sees when I'm putting extra toilet paper in all the bathrooms. All the little things that add up to creating a space for coziness and camaraderie and love and creating that atmosphere. So if you are a person that hosts, I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you have never hosted, think about all those things and give your host grace. If they seem a little stressed out, maybe you can ask like, how can I help? Is there something I could do? Maybe you could text them before on the way. Hey, um, I'm on my way, but you need me to pick up anything or, you know, just take the extra mile and bring that bottle of wine or bring that dessert and, and contribute to make that load a little easier on the host. But I really love hosting and it's worth my time, my my energy. It's worth it to me to see the smiles on everybody's faces, whether they get it or not. That's my way of expressing love to the people in my home. And as I get older, I see that things take time and it's okay. I think sometimes we want this microwaved effect where it just happens and it's instant and it's Instagram and it has a cute little filter on it. And you know, I'm guilty of that myself and thinking like things should be different or not as glamorous as I thought they should have been. And I, as I get older, I just see the need for patience, humility, and allowing things to take time. And if it's taking a little time, it's okay. It's okay just to put the one step in front of the other. It's okay. It's okay. And I'm learning how to be okay in the quiet, in the still, not needing to have all the hustle and the bustle. I'm learning how to say no. I'm learning how to do things that I'm comfortable with on my terms. You know, we've talked previously on boundaries and it's okay to find out what what are your non-negotiables and you know why why you're why you're not going to give this your space but why you should give this your space and like really taking an inventory especially around the holidays there's a lot of obligation and feeling like i have to show up or i've always done it so i'm just going to again this year like no what what part do you like what part do you don't like what part can we do without what part do we still have to marry through we don't have to do everything all the time that just leads to burnout and it leads to resentment and bitterness and holding a grudge. And and it's like, I get to this point where I'm like, you know, who the hell is asking me to do this? Like, I'm putting this unrealistic expectation on myself. And if I didn't make like three appetizers, like nobody's going to miss that. Like, you know what I mean? Like I can make two and not five and that's fine. Like, I am not going to do this to myself. And we really have to receive the grace and mercy that God gives us so that we can give it to ourselves and not torture ourselves with all of these unrealistic expectations. It's so, so important. I think of Jesus in the manger and how humble he was that he became an infant in like some dirty place to be born. It wasn't even in a house, not even like they had warm water to sanitize things. Like they were around animals and like how humble he was that he came to such a lowly place 
to be an example to us and what a lesson we can learn by that and what way that we can be humble to serve the people in our lives this holiday season that exudes humility and love in our communities, to the people around us. And so it's definitely some food for thought, but I just wanted to talk to you about that today. Talk to you about it's okay to not be okay at the holidays. It's okay to change your holidays. It's okay to reevaluate. It's okay to do what you need to do and not what you don't need to do. It's okay not to rack up a whole bunch of debt that you're going to have to pay off all the rest of the winter till March. Like It's okay to make it simple. It's okay because you know what? You can make other things special. It's not always about the money that's spent. It's about the time and the thought and the love that's invested as well. That's sometimes so overlooked. And we can make things special from simple things. Let's maintain balance throughout this season and let's finish well. And season two will be starting in the new year. So stay tuned. Definitely subscribe to my emailing list on my website, coreypowers.com, and stay in the know of all things coffee with Corey. Um, so excited. Have a wonderful holiday season and God bless. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. And as always, I am your host, Corey Powers. Please follow, share, and review this podcast to help others seeking encouragement. For more information, be sure to check out my website, coreypowers.com. And tune in next time for more Coffee with Corey.